Welcome to Tigers Untapped, a Bluff City Media podcast. Stepping up to the microphones are your hosts, Trey Lasley and TJ Willis. Pull up your chair, grab your favorite brew, and enjoy the conversation. Now, let's get to the show. What up? Welcome to Tigers Untapped. I'm Trey with my co-host... 10-time NCAA 2014 national title. 10-time? Is it more than that? You talking about just the first like 12 years of my career, dude? Get real. Whoa. How many 90s do you have? 30-something probably. No, I don't know. No, it's off my head. I don't know. You played 30-plus years of NCAA 14? I can't call it, but probably, yeah. Shout out the new ones coming out this summer. I know. Tease. Can't wait. I'll believe it when I see it at this point. Uh... Teach, how was your week and uh oh, s- 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 I don't even know what I did. I'm gonna try to run it back. Oh, we had uh Christmas. I had like a thousand Christmas parties. Yeah, this we had a Christmas party. It was good, man. I uh I think I got you all's gift actually. So I got the ornament and the Huey seasoning. That was not from us. Yeah, it was. No, that was no we did. I was so convinced that Natalie did that. No, you. we did not bring that. I don't we, know whose gift I got. We brought the toy, the accommodator, and uh, <laughs> I you just said that on live air. The candles. Okay. Wow. Whoever it was, thank I got you. you the handcuffs. That would go with the accommodator. Timothy, what are we drinking? Mm. This is like so a little opposite day. Honestly, this is called Seventy Four and Sunny. It is a uh, Wiseacre, no Crosstown West Coast IPA. You see that one? I wish it was 74 and sunny. It is not 74 and sunny. It's about 47. Maybe I wouldn't have this little sinus stuff going on. Mm. Mm. You're talking like you're swimming in water. You good, Trey? I'm good. This might be a shorter app, though. I need to get my rest. need to rest up. We got a big week weekend this weekend. Who is we? Oh, the Tiger basketball team. Oh, the Tigs. Yeah. Because, baby, they're finally coming home. It does feel like it's been about a month since the last home game. Oh, it legitimately has been a month. Has it honestly been a month? Yeah. Last, oh, yeah, yeah. Last game we right. played was Alabama State Friday, November wow. the 17th. And wow. we will be playing Clemson Saturday, December 16th. Wow. I was saying that like facetiously, just kind of no, exaggerating. We just played no. six games away from home. Mm. And if you had told me we would go four and two in that stretch, I'd have taken it. Yeah, especially given the opponents. I don't. I think you could probably would want to switch a couple of them around, perhaps. But what are you gonna do? Four and two, not bad. Not bad at all. <coughs> Coming off. Mm. I don't. I mean, I'm at a loss. I mean, I'm, I mean, <sighs> that hurt my ears. I don't know what you want from me, guys. It's beer. Uh, big, big, big road week. Two games on the road. First Wednesday night at VCU. Uh, little too close for comfort, some would say. Uh, everyone. Probably say. everyone. The Discord was on. We were on the edge of our seats all night Wednesday watching this one. Uh, Tiggs pulled out 85-80. Finally, finally get the dub in overtime. Wouldn't have been the worst loss ever. Oh, ever. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But wouldn't have. Not one you wanted to take. I mean, VCU's 93rd in Ken Palm. You lost at 90th. Ole Miss already, so it's it had been equivalent to that, but uh, yeah, it, that's it a good one to come away with. 
Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think the Ole Miss sitting at ninety right now is probably going to change. I don't think it's going to become a, a a good loss per se, but I do think that they they seem better now than they have for a good portion of the year. So I, I, I mean, do think expect that they will drop in the rankings or climb in the rankings, however you want to word that. Um, I think that's a more respectable loss than it would be to losing to VCU. Just from an optics. What standpoint. Ole Miss? Yeah, losing Ole Miss is a better loss than losing to five and five uh, member of the what are they eight ten? But they're picked to finish up there at the top. <clears throat> I want to say second, maybe. But to so, but if I mean Bonnie? if they could if they could win the eight ten, that's not a bad loss. Conference <laughs> champion, you're beating, so they're up there. <clears throat> You're but to your, a lot. to your point, the Ole Miss, I mean, just playing in the SEC period, metrically they're going to go up, so sure. it's going to look better. I agree. I mean, they've had a damn good out-of-conference, still undefeated after uh, beating UCF in mm-hmm. Orlando last night. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, they have a real shot to go, what, like 12, 13-0 out-of-conference? What are they at right now? 10-9-0? No, 9, yeah. Which... If they win Saturday against Cal, no, they went 12 and one. Never mind. I saw somebody say they were going to surpass their total win from last season, but that's not true. They would need to win out non con flyers, which is not a tall. I mean, they had California, Troy, Southern Miss, and Bryant left, which would put them at 13 and 0 in the non conference. That would be pretty big. Yeah, I mean, I whatever. This isn't an Ole Miss podcast. Let's get out of here. Who cares? Yeah, but it does help. You need them to win. Just win on out from Memphis. I know we know. do need, <clears throat> we do need them to win. Need some help. Anybody we beat, we need to do well. So let's go Rams and let's go Aggies from here on out. <laughs> I don't think we'll have any issue with one of those. Uh, what a huge week from the. Can we call them the Three Kings? Can we replace uh, the old Three Kings with the new Three Kings? Well, they were four kings though. Yeah, but these three are better than the four. Yeah, I think that's a fair statement. The three being David Jones, Javon Quinterly, and Caleb, Caleb Mills. Mills. I mean, the last week at VCU. And by the way, how many sold-out arenas are we going to play in on the road? When you're Mizzou, everybody's Super Bowl. Ole Miss, VCU, a and was damn close. I don't know if it was an official sellout, but they had a lot of people up in there. And we were just going at the, the Dominican. Every away arena we go into, we are the Super Bowl for that program. <laughs> I hate. There's going to be a statement. packed, a packed 1,100 people down there in the Burroughs Nest of FAU, Boca. <laughs> they should have an outdoor basketball court down there in Boca. Dude, Speaking of 74 and sunny, 11? we should have saved this for the FAU matchup. You think it's 1,100? We've looked. It's more. It's like 20, it's 27. 20. It's yeah, like 200 it's, more than El Marone. Yeah, it's, that's ridiculous. It's like 100 more than White Station High School. Uh, great. Uh, did y'all see the field of 68 uh, I tournament I from there? No, yeah, I, don't I, watch, don't I don't watch trash. Yeah, I don't participate. They, did, they did a field of 68 tournament down there. I bet they did. And uh, so obviously they were showing, like, Jeff Goodwin was showing all these, you know, this place used to be dead, and now look at it. And it was like these ridiculous now shots. there's the- several hundred more people <laughs> in the arena. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I, I sent it to somebody, and I was like, this is the power of the camera. 
All you got to do is find a good angle, and it can make a 100-person sure. student section look like an army of people. It was, oh, yeah. It was wild. Yeah, that 2,900. That's gross. Uh, huge week, though. The Three Kings through these last two games on the road, both in raucous arenas. They've combined. Do you know how many points they've combined for? I don't remember the number you actually talked about. I know. I told before. you. Very I, seen how I don't remember the number. I do remember it being staggering. Timothy's uh, memory was 126 combined points in the last two matchups. That's yeah, 63 a ball game between the three of those fellas. Uh, David Jones leading the way. He was American Conference Player of the Week, averaging 26, seven and a half rebounds and three steals in two road games. Hmm. Dropped 23 on VCU with eight boards and then dropped 29 yesterday in College Station. Uh, second to that is our boy JQ, who averaged 22, five and a half, I think. You're looking it up. Yeah, I just had it. Uh, yeah, 22 points this week in two row games with uh, 24 at uh, A&M and 20 the night, three nights before at VCU. Um, five and a half assists and four rebounds this mm. week. And then Caleb, who didn't, I mean, not massive games, but third leading scorer in all of these, 17 on Wednesday uh, at VCU, and then 13 yesterday at AM. And in both of those, he's four of five in threes, wow. shooting 80% from three in those two games, hitting clutch threes in both, especially in AM down the stretch in VCU. Um, so those three guys just, if they keep that up, we're going to be tough yeah, to beat. Yeah, I mean, what are we talking about? And I like that, you know, it's kind of funny, preseason I talked about, I kind of wanted David Jones to be the guy that comes off the bench because you just have that pure offensive firepower. Why are you giving me that smirk? Keep going. And it seems like Caleb Mills is taking Not that only role. did TJ not think that David Jones was even remotely possible to be considered a potential <laughs> candidate, we're not saying bona fide player of the year, which he actually he will be now. TJ didn't think he was a potential candidate. To be listed on the ballot, I've for been American trying to get conference him. player of the year. He also wanted him to be coming off of the bench. I didn't, didn't think didn't think the man should be a starter. Mm -mm. Incorrect. I didn't think I didn't say I didn't think he's coming off the bench. Mean that you start? That's not what I was saying, and you know it. I said I would rather him come off the bench because of how good he is offensively. You get a pure bench scorer. Come, someone coming off the bench. They can relieve someone, and you're not going to miss out anything. If he comes off the bench, you can completely rely on him. Was what well, I, I think said. they figured it out, and sources say it was Caleb's idea himself to come off the bench. Yeah, I saw that, and I like that. I, I mean, I think it kind of fits what he does well. I mean, I it, think so, too. Yeah, it's a, it's a good idea. Seems would, like he's getting a feel for the flow of the game. He feels a little bit more comfortable, although he did start out a little bit slow yesterday. But... Uh, Ended up fine, four or seven from the field, two or three from three-point range, three or four, three boards, a steal, an assist, all in uh, 23 minutes. But I do think that with Caleb, he brings more than just, like, the bench bucket, right? Like, I think that 
you can absolutely bring him in just to lock somebody down. I mean, he's yeah, he's a big said, man, a wing. It doesn't matter. Right. He said himself he is taking a focus off of scoring, sure, in order to prioritize defense. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think in a way that that could help his draft stock at the same time. Just because if you anyone can just score, like we've seen tons of dudes that can just score. What was the little guy from? Uh, he was like seriously five six from UMBC or whoever that was. Like, mm-hmm. dude just lit it up. Like he he scored nonstop. Yeah. Obviously had no chance of getting an NBA. But Mills, I mean, there's there's possibility there, and especially if he can defend at a high level while also being that three and D type of guy at a six four six five six six type of frame. I mean, there's. It adds to it, man. There's a lot of potential there with him. Yeah. If I mean, that is what he wants to do. But right? he's also got the ability to be more than just 3 and D. He can create. He's smooth with the basketball, create sure. his own shot, finish around the rim. Um, David Jones yesterday. You know, it's funny, too, because, like, just wild. What was it? V- I think it was the VCU game. You couldn't, like, couldn't hit a three to save his life. I think he may have been... Two of ten. I'm making up a number. It was something yeah, like that. It was absurd. Was, I think he was one of eight or something. One of eight, whatever. One of seven. One of seven, whatever the number was. Yeah. And then he comes out and has that game. It's like... Five of nine couldn't miss. What are we talking about? Like, how? Couldn't miss. Such a, an up and down... He's just a hooper, TJ. He is just a hooper. I'm not taking that All it takes him. is one. The first one go in, and he's on. Like, I mean, I'm, that was very reminiscent of the Arkansas game. Sure. It's very... I mean, how many more of those David Jones games are we going to see this year where he just comes out and from the get-go you know it's his night? Well, let me ask you this because I was thinking about it yesterday. Are are we going to find that David Jones is better for the team than Kendrick was? To find better. Wait, I I put air quotes on it because it's kind of a loose question, right? Like a better – kind of a poor way of wording it, but like – is David Jones going to win you more games than Kendrick did? I'll say yeah. I think that's fair. I really do. I think that he has the potential of being better. He's also doing it with than a Kendrick. better team. I mean, he's got better people. I mean, Kendrick was doing it yeah, he, he had with DeAndre. lesser talent around him, and he had to do it outside of having DeAndre. Which I, I guess, in a sense, we're getting off topic here. Kind of. I mean, also, let's be honest. Kendrick didn't shoot. I mean, did, did Kendrick even come close to a five for nine from three mm. game last year? I mean, he he had, he had an a couple year. heaters, but I mean, I don't I don't think anything like that. Yeah, and David's done that to an extent a couple of times already. So I don't know. I, I think we, it's a good conversation to bring up in the Discord. It's just the question of how you bring about the conversation. Like, is David Jones potentially going to be better for the team than Kendrick was? More more helpful, more beneficial. I don't know how to worry about it, but. You get my general idea. I mean, I think it's hard to really say that, but David Jones is having a true, it feels, shall I say, all-American-ish type Hmm. year so far. Is that a a premature all-American? That's just tough. I mean, think about, like, CDR. I know. Is he he CDR? He he feels like it a little bit. Because that's what you have to compare him to. I mean, legitimately, when's the last time we had somebody who was scoring like this? I think for the year, he's averaging over 20 points a game. Mm. And rebounding the ball. Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, here we're I mean, the thing is, it is, it is evident. <laughs> Given you, I mean, I know you have Quinterly, you've got Mills, we've mentioned, you've still got Jaquan Walton. Like, you've got other dudes, but I think it is, bar none, David Jones is your go-to guy. Yeah. Which sure. makes it all more criminal, and I hate to go back to this, that he did not get a shot in the last <laughs> exactly. six we're minutes of that. the Ole Miss. It is I mean, given what has happened, what has transpired since that game in the last two games. Yeah. I mean, it should be a, you should be in prison (laughs) for not having allowed David Jones to get a shot. I'm not going to disagree with you. If he, if he even get, I'll say it. If he even got two shots, we probably win the game. That's the difference. Yeah. I mean, granted, he didn't have a great three point shooting night against Ole Miss. I think he was two of eight. But he was still, I mean, well, he's someone a said that he was like checked out of that game. I'm like, he just had a block, and I think he had a, like a rebound and a block within like the last three minutes I don't or think something he was like checked that. Out. No, I got no vibe that he was checked out. He just wasn't getting the damn ball. Yeah, I mean that's the issue, and I think you have I hate to, get to the go ball. back. I just we should beating A and M. I've lost that game yesterday. Just even reemphasizes that that. Almost game was so winnable. Well, like we should have, we should legitimately be sitting here eight and one with our only loss being just a skunker because we had a bad, bad first half against Villanova, and that's it. You played one bad half of basketball and it cost you a game. That's where we should be. Yeah, and it, it's interesting that we have played the two losses have been against teams that have just been ridiculously hot from three. Yeah, and like I don't think Memphis played. I mean, we're going back to the Miss game. I don't think they played a bad game versus Ole Miss by any means. I, I don't think it was that bad. I just think Ole Miss couldn't miss, and that was the that was inevitably the the, the issue, right? Yeah, is they just couldn't miss. I mean, that is definitely the thing that stuck out from that game is their inability to miss, and we were putrid from three. I think shot sixteen percent. If there was one thing that stuck out to you in yesterday's game, surprising, we'll say oh. one surprising stat. What was it that we won the rebounding battle? A hundred percent. Texas A and M had not lost a rebounding battle up to that point. That's absurd. I mean, you heard it all week leading up to that. They're the they're top ten in rebounding. They're the number one offensive rebounding team in the country. And then we went out there with Malcolm, our starting solo center, because we only have we'll get to that sure. in a minute, playing twelve <laughs> minutes. Now, in those twelve minutes, he had seven rebounds, which is sure. damn impressive. It's, it's definitely impressive. But you out rebound him, I think thirty seven, thirty five. He had three guys with seven boards. Three more with three, a guy with four, your point guard with four. Like, we were hitting the glass yesterday. Yeah. And it I, was I, effort. Rebounding is a lot of times just effort. Sure. Effort, timing. There's a couple of things that probably go together yeah. for that. I mean, obviously, sometimes there's a little I bit mean, of luck as if, well. But if we hadn't allowed, uh, God, what was the dude's name that just kept smacking those rebounds? The out? freaking batted out, clear out, yeah. or whatever. Gosh. That was pretty annoying. We got I mean, one eventually, though. Freaking, yeah. I'm glad they. Took notes and it was big too. It was down the stretch. Yes, it was towards I think the last couple minutes of the game. I think it was Walton that got it. Um, no, that's where I was going. Was absolutely rebounding. rebounding it's been something yeah. we've talked about ad nauseum all sure. through the first half of the year. And they went out and showed yesterday that they are very, very capable of rebounding the basketball. I don't, and it's interesting too because you have Malcolm. Who's obviously a big dude, right? I mean, yeah. I think he's like 6'9", 240, 250, somewhere yeah. in that range. Jordan, also very tall. 
who just don't rebound well for a team for whatever reason. Is it the pace we're running, we're we're moving? Is it you know? I think up until yesterday, that just felt like rebounding was uh, optional. Yeah, it's optional. (laughs) Optional is kind of a maybe a rude way to put it, but well, that's that's fair though. It did it did feel optional. I mean, a lot, especially against VCU. Uh, but nonetheless, a big week, two huge wins. You've gone up uh, in the net, TJ. I don't know if you've looked at this. Twenty-four spots. Wow! After a victory at A and M yesterday, you went from sixty-fourth to today you are fortieth. Also overnight, conveniently, you have uh, gone from zero quad one games to now three. Wow! You're one and two in those three. Obviously, the two losses on the road. Uh, we're quad one Villanova and Ole Miss, and then the one win yesterday yeah. against AM is is uh your lone quad one win. So you're sitting at four and two in quads one and two. And TJ, you got two more quad one win opportunities coming up in Clemson and Virginia at home. It's damn good to be back at home. And yeah. uh we're gonna do a little bit of a preview on Clemson. We'll talk a little Jordan Brown sitch. And a little bit of, is there a possible replacement already lined up for old JB when we get back? We'll be right back. Because I think everyone is saying that Jaws is the best player we ever had. Right. Are we ready to put Bane? Where are we putting Bane in? So I think that he is a top three offensive player mm-hmm. ever in the franchise. Right. Easy. And the reason I give him top three is because Zebo was a bad dude. Mm-hmm. Offensively, like everything. I He was one of my favorite Grizzlies ever. He might be my favorite Grizzly. Yeah. Bane is right there with him now already. Yeah. If, if, but if you're putting an all-time Grizzly starting five, is mm-hmm. he your shooting guard or are you going Tony Allen? 100% I'm going Bane. <laughs> I hate it, Tony <laughs> Allen. I appreciate Tony Allen and what he did. 100%. But, but the whole Tony Allen run, like the the, fran, the fan response to him and like the levels we put him in, I was like, I'm sorry, y'all love y'all, but I don't look at Tony the way y'all do. This is going to be terrible. And it's going to be slanderous, <laughs> but you're going to love it. Uh, he is a better defensive John Conchar. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> stop. Whoa. <laughs> no. Tune in to The Anthony Sane Show Wednesdays and Fridays at 12 p.m. weekly on the Bluff City Media YouTube channel. All right, Christian. Yes. You are Penny Hardaway. I'm not. Yes, you are. Okay. Today, you're going to play act, okay? okay? Gabe, because you're a Jordan Brown apologist, you're going to be Jordan Brown. <laughs> I'm a Jordan Brown apologist, okay? Okay. I'll take that. Y'all are sitting across the room from each other. I said, don't tweet him hate. And he's like, you're an apologist. <laughs> like, good God. But either way, continue. We're in a room together. Why did things break down? Jordan, we brought you in this year. To be the centerpiece of our offense. <laughs> you came in out of shape. Let's call it what it is. Call a spade a spade. We play fast. Told you this when we were recruiting you. We play fast. One of the fastest paces in the country. You have to be able to get up and down the floor. You have failed at that. Oh, well, I'm leaving. So it's fine. <laughs> cool. Tune in to On the Bluff with Christian Fowler and Gabe Kuhn every Tuesday at 12 p.m. on the Bluff City Media YouTube channel.
Tija. We got a big one on Saturday, but before we get to that, we had a big one leave. Oh, this nice past segue. week. Jordan Brown, according hey, to uh, sources close to Bluff City Media, hashtag Hitman Hoops, is out of here. I mean, a couple He's of sick, things. sick of playing basketball. A little butt hurt action. That's what I thought. Uh, now would be a good time to plug the Discord because if you're not in, and Hitman's been dropping all kinds of nuggies. I'm talking a 30 pack of Chick fil A nugs in there on JB, the whole sitch there. Mm. And then JB's replacement. But before we get to JB's replacement, Teach, what do you think happened with JB? I hear you mentioned butthurt, hashtag Ooh. butthurt. Kenny, can we get that up on the screen? I don't think you can do that. Hmm. No, man, I just, if you look at how this season has gone so far for him, it can't be uh, what he was sold on, what he was. I don't think it's what we were sold on, Timothy, when I we thought agree. we were getting a 20-10 and 10 freaking Lou Henderson yeah, player man, of the year. I said we didn't need DeAndre because we had Jordan Brown. Don't worry about DeAndre not getting clear because we got well, Jordan TJ, Brown. Our listeners and friends, family know that you don't know ball. I was lying to. A lot of times you say things. This dude <laughs> dropped a bajillion piece on Tennessee. He looked <laughs> like he was competent. Tennessee also struggles offensively, so they're. Oh, I don't was, need. He was on offense. They were on defense, where they succeed. It looked like we were getting the piece we've needed. Well, Louisiana was just pounding it inside to him, and he was in shape then. He liked basketball. I do think that he wanted to play. I don't know. I do think that he was there's, maybe There's not. nothing more telling than showing up for the season and not being in shape and have done anything for the last four yeah, months. Which I don't understand by any means. For your last college season? Yeah. Yeah. I do think that plays a part. In it. I do. And now you're mad you're not playing enough and getting enough touches? Bro, you, you airballed a layup on the first play of the game in Ole Miss and then immediately fouled twice within the next 40 seconds. What do you, you want us to just play you through that? Yeah, he... When he did play... I mean, you got Malcolm out there dunking on seven-footers' heads, and you want us to play you missing layups. It's, it's a good point. He When he played, he was sluggish. He didn't do much. He They kind of picked on him with pick and roll, and it was just kind of like, all right, well, you're generally unplayable in, in most situations, and anytime anyone went small on us, you had to take him out, and that seems like an easy way to neutralize him if you're the other team, right? Just take him out. Neutralize. So it just it was not a good matchup, and I don't know if that was a situation where Penny was like, "Hey, this wasn't you know." To be honest, this wasn't my my first choice. It was Degrums I was talking to, and he was like, "Yeah, there was no way that was Penny's first choice." And he went through a list of names of big men that Penny went after, and I'm like, "Damn, you're right." Like there are like four or five different big men that Penny went after first before he came to Jordan Brown. Yeah, guys that fit the scheme. They're rim runners. They can do. Honestly, they can they can be Musa Cisse, but catch the ball. Mm. Um, straight up, I don't think it's the end of the world. No, no, no. We've won two without him. We don't need him. But that leads us into what could possibly be happening. For those of you that follow the college basketball world, you're familiar with Naquan Tomlin. The uh, transfer from Kansas State, who hasn't played a game for Kansas State this year. He was suspended for what ended up being a bar fight, I think is what... Yeah, I uh, think that's what that came out to be. 
I think there's been rumblings of maybe a racial slur was thrown his way and it ended up leading into a fist fight. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? We've all been in a bar fight, right? No, I've, no, I'm just kidding. I've never been in a bar fight. I've never been in a bar. You think they were throwing bottles and stuff? Sliding dudes across the bar. You kidding me? Yeah. Maybe. Who's to say? I wasn't there. I don't know. Uh, I th- is he a senior? He just graduated, so he's, he'll be a grad yeah. transfer. There, were, I mean, legitimately, I think this weekend he graduated from Kansas State. Yeah, I think this is last year. I remember who's a JUCO guy. He went to like two different right. JUCOs. And then Kansas State. Right. So I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah, I think he's a senior technically, so he would have the rest of this year. It's one year left. Um, Hitman disclosed some information earlier today. It's now out there, I think, on Twitter, but he was on a visit. Mm-hmm. I think he got here last night. He was here today. He's at the Grizzlies game this evening watching them take on Luka and the uh, Mavs. They lost, unfortunately. Uh, well, what's new? Yeah. What not is it? What is it? Seven, seven days till Jaws back? No, I don't even think it's set. I don't think it's no? seven. Three, or three games, maybe. Maybe it's three games. So it's Anthony like just seven, tweeted something like about seven it. days. Maybe yeah. It's next week. It sounds about right. Right? Yeah. May that be the savior that we need. Yeah. Uh, have you watched Naquan highlights? Yeah, he looks good. Looks damn good. He looks good. I've seen a lot of people say they kind of reminds them of. Uh, Someone we're very familiar with in DeAndre, but he seems much more athletically gifted. Much more athletic. Yeah. He can knock down the three ball a little bit. He dunks everything yeah. hard AF. Every dunk highlight I've seen, he looks like he's trying to break the backboard, and which I love. Shot 28% from three last year at Kansas State, so he can step down and knock it out. 50% from the floor. Played 27 minutes. Played in all 36 games. It's a big piece in their uh, sure. run to the Elite Eight mm-hmm. last season. I think would be absolutely. Oh, it'd be incredible. A perfect. Any talking about Jordan Brown and not fitting the way that we've been trying our style of play. Mm-hmm. The Titans have now muffed two kicks back to back, by the way. I believe it was a punt and then they just. Or maybe it was just a fumble. That's pathetic. Remember the Titans dance, dude? Disrespectful. That is really disrespectful. Jeez. Uh, Tomlin averaged 10.5 and, and six boards with 1.2 assists. He also averaged a block and just over a steal a game. Kind of a do-it-all yeah. kind of guy. I, I The athleticism alone stood out to me. I'm like, yeah, that's that's a guy who fits. Yeah, Like, that's who makes sense with this team. Absolutely. A mobile big man ferocious inside like he's got good hands i think he's got good moves like and it's kind of wild because he was a nobody like apparently a zero star out of high school uh juco went the juco route is a zero star out of juco apparently like uh, i don't think that's right i think he was like the third overall juco juco no i don't think he i think he was a nobody i'm pretty sure i remember him being a nobody am i about to prove that you don't know ball again no, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he was a nobody, and Tang found him through a friend or something like that. I remember hearing something about this all last year, so I don't know. This could all be wrong. But he was like essentially a nobody. What? Number four overall Juco prospect. Number one small forward Juco no, prospect. I don't, I don't think Timothy. That's right. I don't think that's right. Goodness I don't think that's right. gracious. I don't think that's right. Three-star, 89 what? rating. 
had offers a, from Arizona State, Mississippi State, Pitt, and Seton Hall. Coming from the second JUCO? I don't know. How many JUCOs was he at? Two. He went to two different JUCOs. That's what I'm saying. He was like an absolute nobody. Well, whatever. When he made the jump to Division One, he's fourth overall. Mm, I don't think that's right. Whatever. That's right. Anyway, give me Tomlin. Yeah, 100%, dude. And he can play right away. He commits. He's graduated. Get him enrolled in a graduate course here at Memphis. Does he start Saturday against Clemson? Oh. No. You don't throw him out there? No, but I do think that if you're going to – I haven't heard of him taking any other visits, but at the same time, I am pretty much like you. I'm only kind of watching Memphis under the microscope like that. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I've heard of him taking any other visits. I mean, as soon as the news came out that he was entering the portal, he was a very hot commodity. I mean – you name a school, and they had probably reached out. Sure, as you would. I mean, if you've got the availability, I don't know why you would. But right? at this point, I don't. We are the only visit he has taken. I think you can say that we're the leader in the clubhouse. That's not to say that he won't sure. take other visits. Sure. Um, and obviously, in this day and age, I think NIL is going to play a large part. So if somebody comes in with a higher offer, with just as much availability of playing time, I mean, you are offering. I think you've just freed up some NIL with JB gone, Perhaps. and you've obviously offered up. A potential, I mean, I'm not going to take it away from Malco just yet, but a potential no, no, starting no. role. No, I wouldn't. Moving forward. On a, on a team that is right now, I mean, fringe top 25. We'll get to that in a second. I thought we were going to be 26 again. We're 30th. Uh, fringe top 25, definitely NCAA tournament team and could be a top six seed. New question. Is he on the roster by... Not Vanderbilt. Virginia. By Tuesday? Yeah. Sources say he wants to get this wrapped up relatively quickly. It would not surprise me if we don't get some sort of commitment by the end of the week. That's me. I don't know. I'm not Hitman. I don't know that for a fact. Sure. That's not me trying to drop info. I'm just guessing yeah. based on what I know. We're all just out here taking guesses, right? I would also, <laughs> if he is by Tuesday... I would be surprised if he played against Virginia. It feels yeah, like real a, tough. a Vandy would be a much better situation. Maybe he's yeah, been here I, about a week. I took it you before kinda, Vandy. You kind of work him in. Vandy seems safe. Against a scrub Vandy team. and <laughs> Then you got one more right after that. Who do we play right after Vandy? Last one is uh, Austin P. So two kind of yeah. get him in there, and then you hit the, the conference slate. I do think Vandy is a safer bet for him to be here. That's the only reason I went with Virginia. Yeah. I think it's a possibility. I just don't know that he gets any run necessarily. Sure. But who knows? Penny's done some wild things. Very well could – he could – hell, he could commit Friday and suit up on Saturday for all we know. That'd be so wild. And that's, you know, I think it was Penny that said, like, this team is likely going to hit their stride probably in January. As do most. Yeah, like as do most. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, of course, working out stuff. But this is a completely new roster. You only have two dudes who've ever really played with them, like on together on a team. So I think you get him in now, and I think you have enough time that by January, I think he's in the full swing of things with the rest of the team. Yeah, assuming he's in shape, that is something that we consistently just assume. Not to go back to JB, but do you think it's weird that Penny just keeps saying he's sick? I mean. I mean, I'm sick. Maybe he has what I have. I mean, I'm sure he's probably really sick, but. If someone's knocking on your door and you're like, hey, man, I'm sick. You don't want to come in here. I'm sick. 
I'm like, hey, you're right. I don't want to get sick. I don't want to come in there. What do you want me to say? That's true. Like, yeah, he's just real sick, dude. Can't I don't feel door. good. Yeah, coach, I've got diarrhea. I can't. I can't move, dude. Mm. What are you gonna do? Call call the bluff? Prove it on the bluff. They have diarrhea on the bluff. They have diarrhea on the bluff. Sorry, Gabe. Um, all right, big one Saturday, Tej. Welcome back home, fellas. It's a whiteout. I kind of wish we were going with the stripe it up theme. Mm, that was fun. I I don't have confidence they'll do it again anytime I soon. I feel like if they do it, it'll be like FAU. FAU. They're trying to make it like that. Uh, love a good whiteout. Hopefully they're passing out T-shirts <laughs> to help with that. Um, Memphis State all whites or no, the Memphis whites? No, it's Memphis State. I this, want it to be Memphis State. I, well, don't think it, I don't know if it will be, but I want it to be Memphis State. I love those uniforms so much. I do so, too. So, so much. The blue ones more so, but I still love the white ones. They, mm, Given that this is somehow on ESPN Plus, it may not be Memphis State. Yeah, I don't think it will be, personally. I think it'll just be the regular white Memphis, but a man can dream. They may be saving the states for uh, Tuesday against Virginia. You think... There's not a better well, basketball uniform in college. The white or the blue? Either. Doesn't matter. I think the blue's better. Those are 1A and 1, 1B. I think those blues are so nice. We don't wear them enough. I'm real tired of the the black uniform. I, I wish just the normal uniforms had the same style. Just drop. Just take Instead, the state off. Yeah, or put tigers. Just tiger, like, you know, I don't know. Same font. I just like that look. I like the trim, the color, the font, everything about it. Does anyone have their school and mascot on a mask on, on the uniform like that? If we said Memphis Tigers, but that I don't know if that's done. I don't know if anyone's doing that. I don't know. I, d- I don't know. You have to look it up. I think it's always like Michigan State or Spartans. Yeah. Duke. Blue Devils. I don't I know. ever put Blue Devils. Just yeah, I was just trying to think of uh, examples coming up with schools. Well, I'm like, that never, never says Blue Devils. The D. The D, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, 2 p.m. on ESPN Plus. I don't. I, they need to move that to at least put it on ESPN News or something. Why? Why don't you like the time? The time's fine. It's the channel. Oh no, the channel is what it is. I don't this is going to be a good ball game. I think. I think we're going to win it by 10 plus. But wow. Clemson's a good little ball club. 13th in the country. Quad one op. PJ Hall. That freaking Syracuse guy. What's his name? In Shefflin coming in. PJ Hall averaging 20.7.5 boards, 2.5 assists, a steal, 2.5 blocks. He's a do-it-all center for the Tigers. Doesn't scare me, though. No. The freaking guy from Syracuse is the one I'm worried about. The transfer guy. Who? uh, Gerard? Yeah. Is that his name? Gerard? Yeah, the third, Joseph yeah. Gerard. Yeah, 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 that guy. He's good. He's real good. Fifteen, three and three, shooting forty-five percent a clip yeah, from three-point range. Big three-point guy. If there is one thing, which we I, again, weakness. I'm not. I'm this. I'm honestly, I'm not worried about Clemson. Hmm. Which maybe I will come in here next Monday and I will. Not an idiot. Yeah, totally eat crow. I get that. But if there is one thing that is even slightly concerning, our friend J Mac mentioned it today. It's this team's ability to shoot the basketball from beyond the arc. Yeah. 
And what did we talk about earlier, TJ? In the two games we've lost, what has happened? It's not defending the three. Teams got hot from three. Now, Villanova ended up cooling off. But sure. you played such a terrible half of basketball, and they were so hot so early on. Yeah, they were still coming back from that. You couldn't come back from that lead. No. Ole Miss was much more consistent throughout the entirety of the game, and it just ended up being too much. Lost by one. Didn't make enough plays down the stretch, and you let him hit one too many threes. Do you think if you spot an NBA team 30 points, they would still come back and win? Against who? A college team. A good college team. Yes. 30 points. You think they can come back and – what if I said 40 points? What is the breaking point? What are you saying, that the the NBA team is down 30 points? Yeah, they're basically negative 40 at the start of the game. Negative 30, negative 40. I don't know, TJ. This Like, what team? Who's on it? Are we talking like that. the national championship team, like and, UConn last year versus – No, let's say uh, – let's just get weird here. Let's say uh, – damn, now you made it hard. Let's just use Villanova because that's who we played versus the Pistons. Whatever. I'm making up teams at this point. You think they come back and win that? I mean, we went on a 24 to nothing run. They yeah. were letting you make that run. They weren't trying. Let's be real. No, stop. Let's be real. What are you saying? 30 point? Yeah. 30 to nothing to start the game? Villanova? Yeah. I think the Pistons can probably win. You think so? Yeah. It's a lot of points. I know it's a lot. I don't know. This is a dumb conversation. It's also an NBA team. It's true. Full of a lot of recently college players, but whatever. This is a dumb conversation. Why would you even mention this, Trace? I, I don't know. Uh, Ken Palm. We had talked about Ken Palm. We are up to 34th in Ken Palm, uh, which is just two spots behind where we started the year at 32nd. Mm-hmm. They've got it as a 76-74 Memphis Tigers victory, 56% chance of a victory there. Um, ESPN, on the other hand, their BPI, I think, has us as a 60-ish percent chance to win. I like the... This, the points, I think those are good. I just, I'm not confident with this one. This one only because of what we've said before. Statistics show when teams are shooting the three like that, it's just been so hard. 64% so hard chance by BPI matchup predictor. Wow. Um, yeah, Clemson shoots almost 40% as a team from three. Pretty evenly on uh, the rebounds, 38 to 37 in favor of uh, Clemson. Steals, we double them up. Blocks, we're about even, both five. Four more assists per game. They're only allowing 68 points to us, allowing 74. So, I mean, yeah, you're going to have to you have to defend sure. the three, like we've said. You have to keep P.J. Hall off the glass, keep uh, Shefflin off the glass. You have to rebound like you did yesterday, to be honest. Yeah, I don't, if, they're, I, if they're missing threes, you can't be giving them second chance opportunities. Yeah, I don't know that you have to win the rebounding battle, and I'm actually, I feel pretty good that they Memphis won't win that rebounding battle. Send them to the line; they are not a good free throw shooting team. But I do think that also away from home, they're only shooting thirty three percent from three. Hmm. Interesting. If you go back and look at who they have played, they have not played the best of competition. Just be honest. Like, yeah, they played Alabama and they won. 
Looks like by nine, I think that is. Oh, that says eight, actually. Um, I mean, really not. They haven't really played anybody worth the damn, to be honest with you. So I think Memphis is probably going to be their best challenge outside of Alabama. And it should be a damn good crowd. Get out to FedEx Forum on Saturday. So what are you thinking another game? Obviously the big three that we've we've kind of talked about earlier. David Jones gonna have to have a big game. Caleb Mills. Is there anyone I think who's those, a sleeper? Those three keep rolling and then I mean it I need Jaquan to be Jaquan. It wouldn't be a bad night for Jaquan. Yeah. Like give me what happened with we come out, Jackson State, night one, first game of the year. He has seventeen points in yeah. fifteen minutes. Yeah. Where's that, Jaquan? <clears throat> well, I think even a stat line of the night was like, I don't remember what it was exactly, five points, seven rebounds, two or three yeah. assists. I mean, that's a, But he had six turnovers the other night. Yeah, that's not great. I was leaving that part out specifically. But the rest of it's pretty good. I just I kind of want one of those threes to fall. I need him to get back in the rhythm of things, be the Jaquan we have seen and yeah. played against. Right? I mean, he's capable. He had a big three to start overtime. Against VCU, sure. The other day, we know he can shoot it. Yeah, he definitely can shoot the ball. Just, I just feel like he's got to get his confidence back. I know, I agree. Be a good night for him to do it. Yep. Um. All right, we mentioned it briefly. What the hell is wrong with AP voters? We're thirtieth, which whatever, that's fine. Yeah, whatever. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But how the hell is A and M? ranked ahead of us when we literally just went into their house we and do. handle it wasn't even really ever in question i think AM had one lead with 11 minutes left in the first half at 17 14 and outside of that we led the entirety of the game i'm starting to think it's a penny bias i mean they're sitting they're sitting two spots ahead of us at 28th wait yeah in the ap 58 votes to our 56. Penny bias is the only thing I can think of. Doesn't make sense. The other one that doesn't make any sense either is uh, Colorado absolutely embarrassed Miami yesterday. Miami is still 24th. Colorado is 26th. There's too many AP voters, and they don't watch basketball. I do think that that they watch the team that they cover. And they might check a box score unless the game happens after the 11 a.m. hour on Sunday. And then they just don't even pay attention to what happened on Sunday. Do you think it's a situation where people in the West Coast don't watch East Coast games? It's probably a yes. I don't think they watch West Coast games either, <laughs> except for the team that they're covering. Yeah. And then they maybe check box scores and just see. They might have seen, oh, that A&M lost, and they just didn't pay attention that they played Memphis. It is Stupid. it is getting kind of weird that Memphis gets zero respect in the polls. This is a, what the second time, third time, yeah, that we've had this conversation. I mean, I fully expect that if we beat Clemson, you have to be ranked Saturday. We will m- bump up four spots to twenty sixth. No, you have to be ranked at that point. It, like it's it's becoming it's obvious already, if you beat a top it's already they, 10, 11, what were, 13th. What were they? 13th. thirteenth. Thirteenth. Yeah. Okay, I think it's that's pretty ridiculous. Especially since, but they're undefeated, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, I guess you kind of have to be at 13th in the nation. 9-0. They're 25th in Kimpom. 
speaking of Ken Palm, I meant to mention this. Let's take a gander at what they have prediction-wise for the TIGs. <coughs> Results-based. What do you think? How many losses do you think they have us having the rest of the year? The rest of the year? Yeah. Three? I was hoping it would be three. Nope. What? One. One. Okay. That's I was the last game of the, the year around. at FAU is the only that's loss ridiculous. that's on the results prediction right now. That's ridiculous. Is is Tulsa not on the schedule? TJ, you joke about that. That is actually our very first conference game, and it is at Tulsa. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you talk that's about night, what we always night, find a way to struggle with for no damn reason. That's nightmare stuff right there. Yeah. That is nightmare stuff. Uh, other thing, speaking of quad, we talked about quad one earlier. Ken Palm standards, he goes with A. Games are either rated A, B, or nothing. If they're just dookie, they just don't get anything. Sure. We have played five A-rated games already with two more coming up back-to-back. We're four and one in those A-rated games. Okay. With that only uh, only one loss being Villanova yeah. on a neutral floor. We can do there, you know. So you got two more coming up, and then you got three right now potentially in conference with at SMU, home against FAU, and then at FAU to end the year. Not bad at all. No. This is the thing, dude. They've had if you could go eight and two in those eight rated games, oh, I think you're a that's fantastic. Four seed. You think five? a four? Yeah. You win those okay. quality games. I'm counting that you win every other game too. Sure, 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 sure. This is definitely the makeup of a roster that does not deserve an eight, another eight or nine seed by any means. Last year's roster it kind of made sense. It was two dudes plus. If we're on the eight nine line guys. again, I'm I'm never watching college basketball ever again. Yeah, I think at that point, yeah, I don't know. I was gonna say, yeah, I think you maybe consider a coaching change just because like the voters just clearly hate you. Everyone hates you at that point. And there's no way out of this. It's a deep spiral. Did you just fire a penny? Not really. It was more so like, hey, man, they all hate you. So no matter how many games you win and how good you are, we're just it not going to get it. It's Penny bias, dude. We'll see where we end up. Um, All right, Tej, we had a little uh, – we had one game last week for 50-50 TJ and Thunder Picks. We both won. TJ won in incredible fashion. I was a hot streak. Again, point. I was never in question, as always, with Thunder Picks. So I've – I've now moved to nine four and one. TJ gets another dub. He's two games above five hundred at what seven and no. They can't be right mathematically. You're eight and six. Yeah, eight and six. So TJ had uh, the over, which hit on the last play of the game, thanks to a uh, self-inflicted safety by Army. I was never worried. Gave. <laughs> I could see. I could never be worried. I mean, Navy was it driving was like to score. It was 20 points. I didn't even think it should be that close. 27 and a half. Yeah, DJ hit it by a half point because of the safety on the last play of the game. Um, what an ending that was. I didn't watch it. You TJ wasn't even I watching. I had to text him and be like, did you just see how you're over? <laughs> I was driving. Play? Navy gets stuffed on fourth and goal from the one, and then Army elects to run out of the back of the end zone on the last play of the game for a self-inflicted safety, and TJ's over hits. Look. 
when you're a smart better, you just know you know the right calls. So we're getting we're like 60-40 TJ now. Respect that. That's winning. That is definitely That means winning. we're making money. You know what else is winning, dude? Well, we got bowls this week, so we're back with a full slate, Timothy. We have bowls this week? Yeah. Saturday kicks off bowl season. No, bowl mania. You haven't looked? No. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we got all kinds of bowls. Mm. Man, tough bowls too. DraftKings doesn't tell me the name of the damn bowls though. Yeah, Just they gives got, me the matchups. Who got? I got them here. Oh, I'm not picking. I was going to find the name. Oh. All right, you got the Myrtle Beach Bowl with Georgia Southern and Ohio starting at 10 a.m. That's ridiculous. Why is that starting yeah, so a, early? That's a little early. I don't like that. Uh, the Cricket Celebration Bowl between Howard and Florida A&M. Jacksonville State at Louisiana in the uh, R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Miami of Ohio App State in the Avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl. New Mexico and Fresno State in the New Mexico Bowl, UCLA, Boise State, and the Starco Brands LA Bowl. That's unfair. You see, well, I shouldn't say that. We're playing in the Liberty Bowl. Yeah. And then Cal, Texas Tech, the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Nothing really exciting there. No. But uh, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to give my pick of App State minus five over Miami of Ohio. 230. Damn. Saturday. So when I was watching, I do like App State. I think they played a pretty good game or a pretty good season this year. They did lose to. Uh, they knocked off the powerhouse of JMU, though. Yeah, they lost to someone after their not game a good. Day. They did not have a good loss, and then they, they ended just up got JMU. murdered by Troy. Troy. In the, uh, what are they in the Sun Belt mm-hmm. Conference Championship game last weekend? Oh, but prior to that, they'd won five straight. I did. I think I'm going to take UCLA in the L.A. Bowl versus Boise State. I know Boise State's been playing well wow. under uh, Coach D. What, just money line? No, I'm covering the two and a half, sorry. Two and a half? Yeah, I think I, I have it two and a half. I so do think four over here. What are we, such a discrepancy in lines? I don't know, dude. Where are you seeing two and a half? Uh, this is just Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated doesn't have... They just gave me the lines. I Google it. They, I want all this at one place. Interesting. All right, UCLA... Uh, to cover. Yeah, you UCLA to cover, whatever the cover is at this point, because it seems to be up in the air. Minus two and a half, minus four, whatever. Whatever. TJ thinks they win by a tutty, basically. Yeah, I, yeah it's definitely, I think it should be a tutty. I mean, that's what I feel like. App State wins by a tutty. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get this 74 and sunny West Coast. That's why you went with UCLA. You got those West Coast IPA. I had two and a half over here, so you're all over the map. It's you. It's not. I was. Le- why is Will Levis going crazy? Oh, they just tied it up. That's why. Wow. Hmm. That is a passionate young man. Uh, it's kind of a sick can. I kind of like it. I, this is a good can. I don't know if you can see it. It's kind of like pastel color based, essentially. I mean, I do feel like we need to be on a beach somewhere. Yeah. It's um not sitting in a studio with it 30 degrees outside <laughs> and having a sinus infection, but whatever. It gives me like 90s vibes to it. I don't know if you get it. It just that feels or not. like West Coast vibes. Yeah. It's a good can though. Good coloring. I like it. I'm at 74 and sunny. I'm gonna give it a 7.4. On the can? Wow. I think so. I really like the can. It's speaking to me. This is a good can. I like it's it a good too. Good can. 
Did you know it was 7.2%? No, but I was about to give it a 7.2 on the can. It's just speaking to us at this point. We're just letting the can do the scoring for us. That's the way to do it, man. Uh, it is a good beer. I like this beer. It could have been a little bit colder, but that's that's on me. Um, There's a lot of malt in here. There was a lot of malt in there, but I and do it like it, especially really at 7.2%. Um, it is good. Do you want to score it? I'm thinking. Let me get this last swig. I don't want to be that guy who does like the uh, the whole numbers, but I think this is like a seven for me. I like this beer. I don't know that I can go that high. It is good, but the malt's getting the, the malt is a lot, but I like everything else about it. I think six eight's fair though. I'm gonna seven flat. I like this one. If you if you like IPAs, this is a West Coast IPA, very specific on uh, how they do that there. But uh, you know what would be super dope with this. You know what we should have done? Oh, those are still stout. Well, I was going to say <laughs> clear crack it open right up. and pour it into a Tiger's Untapped beer glass. If you haven't, Very specific Bluff one. City merch. We got it. We've dude. launched it. Get out there. Subscribe. Join the Discord. Get your nuggets. Get your Christmas shopping done. Get you a Tiger's Untapped tea. Get you a sticker. Get you a mug. Get you a beer glass. Yep. Get your kids a shirt. Rep Get everybody it. a shirt. My wife's will, getting a shirt. She does not want a Tigers Untapped shirt. She's getting it. I don't know that it, a couple of my family members might want, but uh, I got a lot of Christmas shopping done today. I want a Tigers Untapped shirt. You can buy one right now. Can I get one? They might yeah. be sold out because our stickers are. There are a couple of things that are sold out. Which Things are going fast, so you better get out wild. there. I kind of want a hoodie. I kind of want like a Tiger's Untap, a dope, like Heather Gray charcoal hoodie like what you're wearing now. With the Memphis State logo? No, you know y'all's picture for the promotional ad? I really want a hoodie with that picture on it. With us doing like the Step Brothers thing? Yeah. I can get down with that. I would do that on a beer glass. I don't know, B. I may get one of these sweatshirts. I'm over here just shopping away right now. Anyway, get to the site, subscribe, like, comment yeah, on YouTube. Dude. 100%. Buy some merch and wear it. And tag us while you wear it. Or drink out of it. Yeah, whatever you do, I don't care. I want to drive around. You know how fun it would be to drive around and see a Tigers and Tap <gasps> sticker on somebody else's oh, car? Oh, I thought you were going to say car flags. Can we get Tigers and Tap car flags? That would be... I'm so bad about car flags. You always roll your windows down and lose them. Or I roll somebody else's window down and lose their flags. Either or. And then he doesn't replace them. Yeah. It's the worst. It's my bad. All right. Christmas almost here. Get your shopping done. Sign up. Join the Discord. Nuggets are dropping daily. Mm -hmm. With that. I'm still shopping. We'll see you in white at the FedEx Forum on Saturday. Hell yes. Come with the cold beer. Save the hot takes. Deuce. If you enjoyed this episode of Tigers Untapped, leave a rating and a review wherever you download your podcasts. Like and subscribe at Bluff City Media's YouTube page. Head over to www.bluffcitymedia.co for comprehensive coverage of Memphis sports.